0: Welcome Welcome back to another episode of On the Clock with Damian Deremy. My name is Damian Parson. My co-host, Deremy, is stuck at work, so he can't join us tonight. But we do have a special guest. All the way from Morgan State, he's born and raised from Baltimore, Maryland. My guy, offensive tackle, some may say guard, he's kind of versatile, he can do whatever you need him to do. Joshua Miles, man, what's going on, brother? Uh, yeah, glad so, to be on, you. man. That's what's up, man. Listen, like I said, like I was telling you just a minute ago, you know, being in, in, in Indy, I know it was a long weekend for you um, with the crazy interviews. And, you know, we all hear the stories about the <laughs> the whole process for, for draft prospects and being at the building, um, trying to, you know, just put your name out there and, and performing on on the field. But, of course, we heard we've heard... All type of crazy questions that you guys may get. But I promise you, you won't get any of those type of questions here. We're not asking <laughs> you weird stuff on the show. You ain't got worry about none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do that yeah, thing. Sure. You know, but we, we are de- definitely, like I said, uh, even though i uh, ride solo and I'm definitely um, just just excited and happy to have you on, man. Um, let's go ahead and get right into it, brother. Uh, when did you fall in love with football, man? Everybody has that moment, that story, where they they knew this was this was made for them. When did you
1: know that? Um I got to say when I was 7 years old, man, my mom signed me up for football. Um played for the Randallstown Panthers back in the days. I'm a hometown kid. Um you know, the, the second I put them shoulder pads on, I knew I liked it. I knew I really really enjoyed playing ball. But when that first season ended, man, I I I just I just missed it so much and I was just longing for the next season to start up already. That's when I knew, you know, I was I was in love with the game. That's what's up, man.
0: Now were you were you one of the kids who they who you were already established as a bigger kid on campus, bigger kid at the practices, or did you have to grow into that six foot five frame of yours that you have with the thirty five inch arms you got? Were you kind of a late bloomer, in, 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 in when it came out to your frame and your body type, or were you already there? Me, I'm short. I've been this with my entire life. I grew into nothing. <laughs> but uh, but for you, how, how did it start off for you?
1: Um. It, well, I mean, I, I had a, I had a pretty major growth spurt in high school. I put put on about eight inches and 120 pounds wow. uh, from my freshman to, to senior year. So um, you know, coming into into school, I was about this size. You know. Um, but you know, it really for me, it was it was the tra- it was the uh, weight weight training and and coming into you know my own athleticism and developing technique and footwork and those kind of things. So you know, I made sure I never skipped a summer workout, and I was there you know bright and early for the for the um, spring conditioning runs and stuff, and you know just putting in that kind of work uh, just just developed me. I really feel like that's, that's what's up,
0: man. You, de- you like you said, you brought your le- athleticism. You are more one of the more athletic tackles. Um, you know, just with your athleticism. I believe you had the highest vertical, or one of the highest verticals at, at the combine for offensive lineman. I think you was thirty six, thirty six uh, inches in the vertical. Um, that is something that, that that I know teams love about you. You know, anytime you can have, anytime you have an offensive lineman that can move. You know, a lot of people. I, I want to. I do want to get this from you because it's funny. You hear a lot of people ask, like, why do they have offensive linemen run the 40-yard dash and stuff like that? But I, we all know teams love athletic uh, offensive linemen that can get out in space. Whether you know now nowadays, there's a uh, you know you have a lot of screens, a lot of pulling and traffic. You got a mm-hmm. lot of things going on with guys moving. I personally don't mind you guys running the for 40. But what is your thoughts? You know, do you feel like it is a it is a uh drill that is needed, or you think it's just for you know just for the whole scouting combine hoopla per se
1: um I mean everything's got its purpose um you know i, I really can't i you know never turn down a chance to show off and showcase my athleticism and my skills um you know the forty really shows uh explosiveness and you know how quick you can how quickly you can get off the ball and and, and come out of a, a low stance so I feel like it's important. Um, also, the vertical jump shows overall explosiveness. But I really mm-hmm. feel like the, the uh, coaches, when when O-line the run especially, are looking for the 10- and 20-yard split because, like you said, that's that's about the distance we'll be running when we're, you know, getting out on screens and, and, and going for pulls and, uh, you know, trying to block at the second level, stuff like that. So, you know, being able to show the coaches that was was, was really important for me. Most definitely, most definitely.
0: Well, and talking about the the d and, and and the the um, the vertical was all part of the combine experience. Just tell me a little bit about your combine experience. How was it? You know, from just start to finish. I know it was a big like I, said, I knew it was a busy weekend, but from start to finish, what was it like for you?
1: Um, honestly, it was it was so much fun. It was organized chaos, you know, because it was like every <laughs> second and every day, you know, you you got something planned, whether it's the uh, the medical uh, assessments and the x-rays and, you know, all the scans that they did and poking and prodding to every joint of your body, um, you know, but also, you know, there the, the were a lot of really cool, there was a, re- a lot of really cool stuff for the players to do. You know, Nike had this awesome suite set up um, at the hotel across the street and, you know, they were giving out haircuts. LeBron's barber was there. He was cutting guys up. Um, you know, Nike really hooked it up. They gave out, you know, sp- uh, sweatsuit and, and you know, shorts and shirts and all kinds of stuff and uh, you know, Adidas did the same thing. Under Armour probably took the cake with, with all the stuff they gave out, gave me probably the most comfortable pair of shoes I've had since since I don't know when. You know. Um <laughs> it was it, it it was phenomenal, you know, and then being able to talk to so many coaches was really important. You know, they they put me on the board and I broke down some film and some, some plays from my uh you know, from college. So you know, being able to talk to the coaches is probably the most valuable part because I mean they gotta they gotta know what makes you what makes you tick. Um, you know, True I them. got a sense of, of them and who they were to an extent, what their franchise is all about, and you know I gave them a little taste of Josh Miles also. So I, I was I was really happy to do all of it. All in all, you know it That's was cool. it was really fun, really fun. That's dope, man.
0: I love it. I Love to hear that, man. I guess I know. I knew it was a busy weekend. You hear all the stories about everything you guys have to go through, but actually talking uh, to somebody that went through it, you know, it's great to hear just from a player's first perspective. You know, was, like you said, all the poking and prodding. I know they have to test to make sure there's nothing wrong with the body, you know. I want to make sure everything's right with you guys, you know, that, that your body is your investment. You know, without the body you can't, you know, without a healthy body you can't uh, perform on the field. The old saying, if you can't make the club, if you're in the club. So, um, <laughs> so, like so, so I totally <laughs> – listen, man, I spent a lot of time growing up around a lot of coaches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stuff I used to hear all the time, man. Stuff I used to hear all the time. But, I mean, uh, w- when you're looking at, you know, the next level, this, this whole process is, you know, directing you to the next level, to the NFL. What is your ideal position? You know, you, you know, some people, you know, read some scouting reports. They said that, you know, that I was uh, checking out as well. They say that you can, you have the value of both guard and tackle. Uh, so, so mm. what do you believe is your ideal
1: position? Um, shoot, where am I fit into the offense? You know, uh, my expertise is, is at the left tackle position and I played that right. at a really high level this year. So, um, you know, I, I can, I can definitely be an asset in at the left tackle position, but you know they threw me in at guard for um, most of the week at the at the East West Shrine Game, and I was really comfortable there. You know, I, I, I was able to pick up on the plays just like I was for the for the left tackle spot, and um, you know I, I really felt comfortable blocking those inside guys. I got long arms, so I, I can work well in the phone booth. You know, um, but I, also I can work out work out in space. You know, I can, I got a good kick step, and I, I'm trying to uh, you know refine and sharpen my technique more and more. So you know any any good coaching is, is going to be you know an absolute asset to me. I I can play either way.
0: Hey, that's awesome. You know you know that teams that's the main thing versatility. Um, you know leading up to the week, you know uh, star tackle from from Alabama, Jonah Williams was being asked about playing guard. You know he said before the season last year that Nick Saban or whoever asked him to play center, but he wanted to stay mm. tackle. So having that ability to and being willing, now, you know, that's the one thing that you, It's called, you know, not saying that Jonah Williams isn't coachable because I believe – he plays for Nick team. He has to be coachable.
1: But, no, you know, in,
0: in your situation, that, that's really good, though, because when you, like you said, you felt comfortable at guard, and a lot of tackles can't say that, you know. So if, if they didn't pan out at tackle, it was kind of like, where do I go from here? You, like you said, understanding and having that, that comfortability at guard and at tackle – that that's gonna do wonders for you, man. And I'm, I'm like I said, I'm excited to see you at the next level and see what you're able to do. Um, now, like I said, look, talk about the NFL. Everybody mm-hmm. has, you know, either the the scouts have their comparison, the the draft pundits have their comparison. Wh- what is your best NFL uh, uh, comparison for yourself? Who do you believe you compare to in the NFL? Whether it's today's game. Or you know yesterday's game.
1: Um, I'm, not, I mean, I'm not really sure because I mean I can't really liken my talent to you know th- those pro guys just yet. You know I mean I know I've yeah. got the mindset and i and you know I've got the work ethic comparable to theirs, but um I mean I I know the guys who I, I really try to model my game after and you know the guys who I I love watching film on and, and look up to to an extent in the league. Um, you know, I really love Tyron Smith. He's got excellent technique. I was watching him go break down some of his sets earlier today and just, you know, watching the way that guy moves and, and how he, he maneuvers, you know, those, those quick, fast, strong uh, defensive ends is, is really just absolutely entertaining. Um, shoot. Uh, I love David Bacchiari. He's he's super dope. He's another guy with really long arms, just like myself. And, um, you know, he's able to, to, to work so well and so effectively on the edge. So, um, you know, stopping guys like that. I love Trent Williams and Jason Peters. These are these guys are really big, really heavy, really strong, but they've also got off awesome their yeah. feet. You know, yeah. just just being able to 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 move and 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 come off the rock really hard, but also you know having the patience and 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 wherewithal in the pass sets is 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 something you know so, so valuable. You know, so um, you know those are those are some of the guys that I really try to model my game after. You know, I'm a student of the game. That's what's
0: up, man. Like I said, you know, um, you, named, you named a lot of guys. And, and when you named Tyron Smith, that was what I was thinking in my mind. I was like, you know, Tyron, he's athletic. He's strong, long arms. Um, I've heard that his hands are like vice grips. When you see him just lock on to an edge rusher and just like, hey, there's no more movement for you. There's no more for you. <laughs> You're going nowhere. And, and I love exactly. to see it. And, and I, I, played, I played running back in high school. So the uh, on, on our show – you know the the old term for offensive linemen was the big you know big uglies right? Because uh, my <laughs> yes, uh, my co my co host is a former offensive lineman as well. So um, I used to I made sure I gave all the love to my offensive lineman anytime I had a, a big run, big game, whatever. So we changed it on our show. We don't call offensive linemen the big uglies. No, we we call them the big sexies. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they they don't they don't get enough love. And like I said, as a former running back, I'm going to give you guys love because without you guys, we can't do a thing. So I always yes, give sir. off of the alignment love. So, you know, shout out to, to the entire just O-line nation because you guys are just – to me, it, it, it's crazy. Because you look at someone like Quentin Nelson last year, and, and I, you hear it every year in the draft, and I'm pretty sure you've heard it too, uh, draft value, position, for positional uh, draft value, whatever the case Maybe most times people look at a guard or a tackle and like he's not. You can't take him in the top five. Well, then you mm-hmm. you put Quentin Nelson in Indianapolis and you see, you know, fast forward, you know, a whole year later and you saw the result. He helped transform a line that needed to be trained. Him and Braden Smith, who they took in the second round out of Auburn, but Andrew Luck was one of the least uh, sacked quarterbacks. They had a good run game. So, for me, you know, what Quentin Nelson is able to do, Big Will Hernandez, and I, and I really believe you will be able to do is help change that that whole notion that you cannot value offensive linemen as high as skill positions or as high as uh, elite defenders. If, if you're elite at the position, I think your value is high, as high as it can be. So, that's just how I look at it. Um,
1: me too, it's definitely. crazy when I hear definitely. that story. You know, um, it's crazy I, was the, I was watching the Colts earlier this year, and uh, they had a stat that that um, Luck was sacked 53 times. Or no, the well, not Luck because I mean he he wasn't playing last year, but the Colts yeah. gave up 53 sacks last year, and then this year they gave up 18. You know, so being able to to make that huge difference on the O line was the difference of you know finishing up in the regular season and then you know going into the second round of the playoffs. So. You know, it's 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 big it's big money. Very important, you know, a very important position. I
0: mean, you look at you. you if like you said you look at uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots in in the playoffs, he was you know virtually untouched, and which helps because he's forty one years old. Uh, you want him huh. to be untouched. <laughs> you
1: don't know how long <laughs> yeah, the
0: money can last, but you know uh, Trent Brown, a guy who you know, it's so many so many variables and so many different. Uh, things that you will hear about a player whenever they don't look, technically look the part. Trent Brown's a guy, you know, six, seven, six, eight, you know, 300 plus pounds, big guy, but highly underrated with his agility, his athletic ability to play tackle. Most people years ago when he came into the league, wanted him to play guard. So, you Mm. know, it's crazy. I always tell people all the time, man, you know, a lot of people, you know, they ask me, well, you know, they hear, you know, Daniel Jeremiah or somebody say, hey, we'll be great at guard. My thing is, in a, in a league where you have so many premier edge rushers, I'm giving you a shot at tackle in training camp. If you can win the tackle job and we can take you into the season, I'm going to run with that. I'm not trying to flip everybody to guard because that, that leaves a, 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 a void there at tackle. So, for me, tackle, you know, again, the whole offensive line is important, but especially all the Vaughn Millers, the Khalil Max, the, the Davion Clownies, and all these guys, the Marcus Lawrence's of the world. I want to make sure I got two – I want to make sure I got some bookend tackles and make sure my quarterback is set in that regard. But um, Definitely. Like, like you said, when, when growing up, you know, like you said, you started around you, – you really fell in love with the game around the age of seven. Growing up, who – you know, what was a player that you kind of idolized and you just grew up like? For me, it was Walter Payton. Sweetness, you mm-hmm. know, granted – you know, I'm 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 29. You know, a lot, a lot of old folks are like what you know about Sweetness, young fella. I'm like, listen, <laughs> my great grandfather, my great grandfather put me on game. All right, my great grandfather had me out there watching Sweetness. He he was a my grandfather was a big Chicago fan with the Bulls, the Bears. My uh, my great grandfather, so he had me watching Sweetness. My you know, growing up watching MJ, growing up um, and stuff like that. So I. And like I said, I the same way you studied Tyron Smith and a lot of the other great tackles you name in high school. That's what I did. I I went to YouTube and I studied Walter Payton and Barry Sanders and all the greats and tried to uh, try to pick things from their game that I could add to mine. LT and whoever else, uh, whoever it may have been. So growing up, who was that guy for you? Uh, whether it was in high school, middle school, whatever, that you just like. All right, I'm I'm this is this is my guy. This is who I'm I'm rolling with. Going
1: forward, um, oh yeah, I mean, uh, like you, like you said, you know, I'm, I'm a student of the game, and and you know, I, I love watching um, watching you know the greats uh, of the old line. I grew up a Baltimore Ravens fan, you know, growing up in Baltimore, so we we got the goat. We got Jonathan Ogden, you know, so I, I love yeah. watching you know him and and Zeus on the other side. Uh, he was another great old lineman, um, you know. But as, as far as the mentality. Um, you know, Ray Lewis, that was my go to. I loved watching him play. He was a, a, a freak athlete and that he worked so hard, you know, just, just watching him train and, and hearing the way he spoke about playing the game and, and his passion and his love for God, you know, those are all very inspirational things. Um, him, I love Jamal Lewis. He was another uh, great running back for us. I mean, I'm an old lineman, I love the ground game. So, you know, those oh, yeah. two those two were great. Um Loved Ricky Williams, loved the Danian Tomlinson, uh, Michael Vick, uh, you know, Marshall Falk. These were these were all some of my heroes growing up. Terrell Owens. I, I have this huge poster who's, who's actually got all six of those guys, you know, posing for, for a, a Nike poster back in the day, you know. So the, the, I grew dope. up with that. That's cool. Yeah, I grew up with that over over my, my bed and went to sleep every day watching those guys, <laughs> thinking about when I'm going to be at the next level.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. Now you brought up Terrell Owens, T.O. I gotta ask, mm-hmm. T.O. or Randy Moss?
1: Oh man, oh here we go. Put me, you I put me in a, in a predicament right now, man, because that was another one of my favorites. Um, whew, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, wow, I'm gonna say Randy Moss by the skin of my teeth because he was same here, same he, here. I, you know i've seen i've seen monday night games where he had three catches three touchdowns 120 some yards and uh and you know he he just went off he was he was so good so effective back in the day in minnesota and you know watching him play in that super bowl was kind of heartbreaking but i mean other yeah. than that well actually no cuz we you know the i mean i i was still a ravens fan back then so it, it is what it is <laughs> but um <laughs> you know it, it it it's just those those are two of my favorites Two of my all time
0: players. Now, I will I will say this. I want to throw this. I, it just hit me. When you look at, if you flip into kind of like a basketball uh, outlook, real quick. Steph Curry, how Steph Curry changed the game. You know, people, when, you know, I've heard a lot of fans like, man, I like Kyrie better because Kyrie has a better handle. Kyrie's, you know, he, he, he attacks the basket better. He finishes better. But when you look at the impact, Curry's three of, Three con three or four consecutive threes from Steph Curry in like a minute and a half time span will completely flip a game. And Definitely. I the way I look at it, I look at Randy Moss in that same way. His like you said, three you can look at Monday Night Football, three catches, buck twenty, three touchdowns. He flips the game. The impact For sure. He, he was was ridiculous. So that's how how I, how I looked at it. He was kind of the Steph Curry, and it comes down to receivers. Is he was the Steph Curry is the greatest deep ball shooter, the greatest. Uh, you know, it, I mean, I love Ray Allen and Reggie Miller, but I'm giving it to Steph Curry. He was the greatest in that oh, sense. Oh, for
1: sure.
0: Red, Randy Moss was the greatest deep threat I've ever seen in my life, by far. Definitely. Like
1: definitely. It,
0: you know what I'm saying? Nobody could ever, um, can ever go with you know, can ever take that title from him. Oh, know, who knows? Maybe DK Metcalf after what he did at the combine um, this past weekend. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, 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 that's that's next level next stuff. Uh, I just want to know who's nutri- who, what's, who's his, uh, nutritionist. That's what I want to know. Um, <laughs> you know, because something's not. You know, hey, by all means, if it's mom's cooking. I need. To, I mean, hey, I need to holler at them. Like, yo, <laughs> what's going
1: on? Send me, send me some boxes down here. You know what I mean? But,
0: but it's all awesome. good. Right um,
1: that guy right there is a freak athlete, man. I watched him run yeah, the forty, and, and dude was blazing.
0: Yeah, listen. I mean, I some somebody asked me on the, uh, I think it was Twitter and Facebook. Uh, they were like, man, like, what do you believe he will run? And I said, like a four four five. The, you know, I was like, you yeah, know, four four, somewhere there, you know, because he six, you know, six four two twenty eight two thirty. I'm like, I know he's got speed, and when he busted the four three three, I was like, no way. <laughs> there's absolutely oh no way that's legit. I was like, this guy is a freak of nature, but you know, seeing you know, seeing him there and just he seems so humble and everything. So I I want the best for him as well. Um, you know, I'll, I'll hit him up and see if we can get him on the show and then we can talk about who his nutritionist is so I can give him my number. Um, but <laughs> who who was your hero growing up? You know, who who was that, that go-to person for you in your life that just kept you grounded, that you that you looked to for strength, for confidence, and everything else?
1: Um... Definitely, I mean, I, I'm I'm a Christian guy, so you know, God's always been in my life. So I, I I do a lot of praying, you know. I'm I'm reading my Bible uh, every day, um. So you know, I, definitely definitely God, you know, for for strength. But you know, if we're talking about a person, you know, who's in my life, uh, my mom for sure. Um, she was a single parent, you know. She was uh, she she did an excellent job um, making sacrifices and working extremely hard to raise me, you know. So um, my mom, you know, watching her grind and and just respecting her her education and and intelligence and and just she's a total package, man. My mom, she she's got, you know, the utmost of of my respect and and the people around her's respect, you know. So um, definitely her. I've got I've got uh, four uncles who are pastors, you know. So. Um, those guys, my uncles, were always my go-to guys. You know, I have an Uncle Bev who, who actually just passed last February. Um, he had like three degrees and 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 pastoral studies and and um you know religion related degrees and he had a church in in um, West Baltimore. You know, and and you can even watch some of his sermons on YouTube right now. Uh, Bev Miles on YouTube. You go you, you go and, and learn a little something because man, he he used to drop some knowledge. You know, he was an extremely intelligent said. guy and um you know all of all of my uncles are you know they they all have offered me different bits of of wisdom and and um you know godliness you know so I, I i really respected those guys for that it's it's important having a having a strong male figure in your life
0: most definitely most definitely man I'm with you all the way that's good stuff man that's good stuff i'm mean, I'm definitely gonna have to go and uh, check out some of those those videos of, of your uncle for real um <laughs> as you know well you already answered this one uh you talked. You said you were a Baltimore Ravens fan as a child. Uh, so in that mm-hmm. case, I will flip that question since you already answered it. And my question mm-hmm. now is, when it comes down to being drafted, you know, and you, everybody gets, everybody has to answer this question. It's asked every draft prospect in some form or fashion. Who would you rather mm-hmm. play for? Would you know? Would you, of course, would you rather go back home and play for the Ravens, who need some offensive line help? As the, by the way, they mm-hmm. need a little bit of yep. offensive line help over there. Um, or
1: would you? You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, of course, I'd love to go back and play for play for the Ravens. You know, it's like a childhood dream. You know, uh, growing up and and driving past M&T Bank Stadium and watching them every Sunday. You know, I, it's, a, it's such a great franchise. You know, who wouldn't want to be a Raven? But who honestly, whoever has the confidence in me is gonna. They should expect a two hundred percent return on their investment. 'Cause um, you know, if if you feel confident that Josh Miles is gonna is gonna block for you, which I will, you know, I'm 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 gonna show out. You know, I gotta I gotta work my butt off and and uh, you know, prove to the league why I deserve to be here. Um, you know, it's been uh, several teams that showed some with le- very legitimate interest in me. And um, you know, when when I get to see those guys, you know, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be magic. That's what's
0: up. Hey, I, I hey, I'm, I I tell you man, I'm pulling for you, bro. You have no idea. I'm pulling for you, man. But um, but Thank to you. end Thank to end this show, no problem, man, no problem at all. To end this show, be, I, I like to do this. Be your own scout. What are your mm-hmm. strengths, and then what are, what are some areas you want to improve?
1: Um. You know, I mean, I've seen my tape and I've heard how uh, you know different scouts have broken it down and and talked to me about it. Um, you know, they all say I, I've got great feet and, and you know I'm hyper athletic. Um, you know, I bend well and bend my bend my knees well, especially in my stance and in and, and the run game. Um, I'm a relentless blocker. You know, I finish plays. I drive guys in the dirt. You know, I hurt guys' feelings when, when I whenever I get the chance to. Um, I've got a really good pass set. You know, I've got a, I got a strong punch in the pass game. And, you know, I'm, I'm sensitive to D-linemen's moves. You know, I can, I can smell a spin move coming a mile away, you know. Um, <laughs> so, so you know, that, that stuff is definitely my my strength. Um, stuff I've been working on, just overall technique stuff. Uh, I've got a really great offensive line coach in Dylan Gandy down here at Prox, And, you know, he's given me different veteran tips. And also, you know, I've, I've been working down here with uh, Robert Mathis. Uh, you know he's he is man that guy. you talking about a guru. That's that's a guy. You know, so working with those guys have just been really working to strengthen different aspects of the game. You know, of course I got to get stronger. Of course, I'll, we all of course we all got to get stronger. We all got to get faster. We all got to get smarter. So um, definitely, definitely, just keying in on those things and and just trying to get better all around. Really, you know, I I, I understand what my weaknesses are and. I'm I'm gonna make my strength twice as good.
0: Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Yay.
1: Yeah. Like, like I told you, man,
0: keep you know, keep grinding, keep doing your thing. Like I said, I love, you know, watching you um you know, on the field and, and doing what you what you were able to do. I think you had a really good day. Um, you know, watching the, the, the drills. I was up in the in, in the bleachers, kinda uh, up in the um the seats, kinda watching you guys just just studying and and taking notes, and I'm like man this 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 kid here has like you know your 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 kick your your kick step was crazy. I was like, oh, like he gets out the block quick I'm like that's Got that's you. what you need on the edge man,
1: Got you.
0: that's what you need on the edge like i said man i i' I'm honored to have you on it has been great talking to you, you know what I mean you know i'm gonna you know I'm gonna continue to keep this uh this connection with you. Real, real quick, you got a PS4 or Xbox? <laughs> I'm
1: I'm a, I'm an Xbox One guy, but I, I made sure to leave it back in Baltimore during this uh th- these training days. I'm I'm trying to make sure I'm not up late. I got to make sure you know yeah. I'm, I'm locked in on football. Gotta be focused. But you know you focused. know I'm not even a huge I'm not even a huge gamer, but I, but Xbox One. Ah, see I'm. I'm more. I was Xbox
0: One for for a long time, I and mean, I switched over to P4 recently. So I got mm-hmm. uh, I interview. We interviewed uh, Quinny Quincy Williams older brother, Quincy Williams, a couple weeks ago. So he has P4. So I, you know, he he claims that he's nice and mad, So I'm trying mad Um, if, if they if they're down for it, so uh, you know, any more of those guys that you were hanging out with in Indy that has P4, you let them know. holla at me, and uh, we we can we can get it in. We can get it in, man.
1: <laughs> I'll
0: see if I can find you some competition. Hey, please do. Yeah, I I, I sent the sent the Xbox to my little brother, and I went and got got a P four. But um, like I said, it's been fun talking to you, brother. Like I said, congratulations on a, a successful combine, and and I I look to hear your name on draft day, and, and you know God bless you and in going into your into your NFL future, man.
1: All right, man. Thank you so much for having me. No problem at
0: all. Like, listen, guys. My name is Damian Parson. That is Joshua Miles from Morgan State, NFL draft prospect. Great guy. He's going he's gonna to kill it at the next level. We thank you all so much for joining us. Y'all have a good night.
1: Good night. Is your fixed income truly fixed income? Does it provide diversification, income, and risk management for your clients? At MFS, we help advisors deliver these essentials. We call it Essential Fixed Income. Find out more at MFS.com slash fixed income.
0: Right now at Sprint, you can lease the Samsung Galaxy S9 for just $5 a month with a Sprint Flex lease. Galaxy S9 is an incredible phone. It takes super slow-mo video and instantly translates foreign language, signs, menus, maps, and more. Lease your Galaxy S9 for just $5 a month today. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $5 per month after $28 per month credit. Apply within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due.
1: Requires new line and 18-month lease. Excludes tax, subject to credit, $30 activation fee, and restrictions apply.